Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on today. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And yes, I am enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? God is great and he is greatly to be praised. Yeah. Woo. Glory to God. I'm still enjoying my winter break. Yes, I am. And y'all, I just, this was bubbling up in my spirit. I was like, I got to share this with my fellow believers in Christ and the world. And so, hey, the title today on this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday is Holy Ghost Power. Holy Ghost Power. I'm telling Mm -hmm. y'all, body of Christ, saints of God, God want us to go in leave out leave out this year and go into the new year of 2023 operating by the power of the holy ghost because i'm telling y'all y'all it's rarely very rare that i hear people say that i thank god that i'm filled with the holy ghost very rarely do i see like a powerful church like that was in x and god is like Uh uh-uh before god comes back to rapture to take us away catch us away in his second coming he wants the church to operate in dynamite power hallelujah and so y'all i need y'all to power up saints power up saints power up with the holy ghost on today glory to god because god want to use his church in these last and evil days god want to use his church in the last and evil days and to those to those church buildings that are getting weaponized or whatever that might be the wrong word for it maybe wrong term but what but if you are a church that is starting to carry weapons to you i say put your weapon down in the name of jesus christ put your weapon down in the name of jesus christ god want us to operate in the power of the holy ghost and i'm gonna tell you one thing they always thought that the church was strange they always thought that the church the things the the things that the church did sound foolish to the world so when you carry your guns in the church building and you're getting um whatever i don't whatever the term it is for but you're 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 holding a gun as protection in the house of the lord do you know that it's like being of the world? The world do that. The world have security guards in their church with guns. With guns. This is ridiculous. This this take armor bearers to a whole nother level that's not godly. And so we want to walk in the spirit of God. Nowhere, ex- nowhere in the Bible, like nowhere in the New Testament, let me make it clear, in the New Testament church, do you see that those apostles carry weapons? They was beat. They was beat. And they went to jail. And they didn't have any weapons on them. So if we want to be an axe church, we need to walk in axe power. And so anyway, the only place you see is in the Bible when one of the disciples, and this is before the before God filled them with the Holy Ghost, one of the z- disciples, uh, you know, like sliced off one of the guards' ears. But uh, and Jesus, Jesus healed it. He he didn't want that to be. 
that was proven in scripture that Jesus did not want us to defend ourselves in that way. Because Jesus could have called a legion of his angels to destroy all of them guards when they uh, came to get him, you know, to take him for crucifixion. He could have did this, but he didn't. And then the man, the disciple, the disciple that, you know, <laughs> messed up the man's ear, he healed that guard's ear. God did. So we have to operate in peace. We have to operate in love. And the Bible say to turn the other cheek, glory to God. And y'all, I'm not saying that this is going to be easy because I'm asking God as we go into this, going out of this year, into Lord, empower me with your Holy Spirit even the more, because it's going to take some show enough power to turn the other cheek. It is. And so we said we have the Holy Ghost. We need to operate in the power of the Holy Ghost. The Acts Church is our example of how a church should be ran. And so, anyway, to you, I say, church body of Christ, lay down your weapons. Whether it be a gun, whether it be a knife, whatever it may be, lay down your weapons. Because I'm, I tell you, in these days, these last of the last days, God is going to show himself mighty. God is going to show himself powerful. And who he going to do it through? His church. God don't need, God do not need your help. He don't need my help. And the Bible is clear when it tells us how the Bible says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. So you can't say, you can't say, I'm a child of God, but I will throw these hands. You can't say that. I, you cannot say that. And if you do say that, you are a hypocrite and you are not a part of the kingdom of God. Because, see, we belong, when we receive the Holy Ghost, we belong to the kingdom of God. We're not of this world. So, thereby, we operate by a different power. We follow a different law than a normal woman, than the normal man. And so, I'm telling y'all on today, lay down your weapons and operate under the power of the Holy Ghost. God has given us dynamite power. And I was talking to one of my young people at my school. And I was like, I'm, I fear no man. I fear no man. Because see, my God is all powerful. My God is all powerful. This is the God that's parted the Red Sea. This is the God that destroyed two cities by fire. Are you kidding me? What? <sighs> We better we better act like we know it. We better act like we go act like we know who we are. We are children of God. We are royalty. And God will defend us. God will back us up when we are walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. See what the problem is, is when you profess to be saved, but you have no power, you ought to be scared. And then that's why you need a weapon because God is not on your side. And you got to be iffy about that. Iffy about whether or not he's going to come through for you because you're not his child. But when you are his child and you are filled with his spirit, 
then you have 100% confidence that God is going to back you up in the spirit. Glory to God. You leave it to God and he will fight your battles. He has never lost a battle. He has never lost a case. And so I'm trying to keep myself calm so I can deliver this message on today. But it is high time for the church to operate in Holy Ghost power. If you can't operate in Holy Ghost power, shut your church building down. You just making a noise if you can't stand firm and stand tall to say it. And I, like I said, I was telling my students the other day, I was like, I don't need no weapon. I, I have been a single mom. What? <laughs> my oldest is 21. I'm at 20. I have been a single mom for years and years and years and years living by myself for years and years and years. And I have the Holy Ghost power. I fear no man. Only thing, like I said, only thing these punk coward men can do is destroy the body. What? You just destroyed my natural body. I'm going to live forever in eternity. You a punk. What did you do? You, what did you do? You only hurt yourself because God will get you back. And when God gets you, you good as God. So it's like, I don't, I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to fight my battles. God got me glory to God. And in that hour that it come upon me, God would give me what to say or what to do in that hour. Glory to God. And if it's for me to leave this physical body, so be it. I went out standing tall on what I believe. I went out standing on the word of God. So y'all. We need to operate in a Holy Ghost power. Listen, this is the only power that can overcome the devil. So y'all people out here that think you got some power because you got the knife and gun, you are limited in your power. And Satan can destroy you because it's whoever, whoever get that bullet out first and with precision is who will be good as God. So you have limited power. You have limited power over Satan. Actually, actually, <laughs> if you don't have the Holy Ghost, you are powerless against Satan. You are powerless against Satan. It's like you think your knives and your guns. Yeah, people are getting murdered and all of these things, but you are powerless against Satan. That's why Satan is taking over the minds of our young people. Satan is taking over the minds of young adults, and they still think they save. Satan is taking the minds over adults because they are limited. They they have no power. Satan have been on this earth for centuries and centuries and centuries. You actually think that you smarter than the devil. If you don't have all the ghost power, you cannot outsmart Satan. You can't. You can't. He's a trickster. He's been here way longer than any of us. Our parents, our parents' parents, any of us. So we are powerless without the Holy Ghost. We are powerless against Satan. So this is why I have encouraged you all, you all on today to get Holy Ghost power. That is the only power. That is the only power that can overcome Satan. Why? Because the Holy Ghost is God's spirit in you. And Satan, God already defeated Satan. And so if you had the Holy Ghost power, you're walking in victory already. You're, you're fighting from victory. He's a loser. He'll always be a loser. But in your life, he will win. 
if you don't have the Holy Ghost power. So I am encouraged y'all on today, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Because Satan ain't playing. Satan is not playing. I know y'all see all these suicides happening. Satan is not playing. And if you think you're strong in Satan, you're going to get God. That might be incorrect English, but y'all understand. You're going to get God. Because only through the power of the Holy Ghost can can we live victorious lives, okay? This is the only way that you can overpower your flesh and stinking thinking. Your flesh, because the flesh don't want to do right either. You yourself and yourself don't want to do right. Your mind will tell you to do the wrong thing. Then your body going to go ahead and follow. Listen, we need the power of the Holy Ghost to overcome our flesh. We need the power of the Holy Ghost to overcome our flesh. Because y'all see all these temptations out here. You had a temptation to have sex before you're married. You had a temptation out here to go after money, popularity, and fame. You have those temptations out here to seek everything else but seeking God's will for your life. That's all you. That's all you. You have you have the love of the world in your heart. Because you're going after those things that they advertise it. You're going after it. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes. The pornography. The pride of life. The lust of the flesh. Getting hot. So you can be in la-la land and not be able to deal with what's happening. The pressures of your life. The, the, the decisions that you might have made. But you want to be in la-la land getting hot. Instead of facing the situation head on, instead of letting God be your peace, your joy, and your contentment, you getting high in la-la land. So I'm telling y'all, the power of the Holy Ghost is real. The power of the Holy Ghost is real. Glory to God. Glory to God on today. If you, whew, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. If you want to experience the power of the Holy Ghost is available. It's a gift to you. It is a gift. The Bible says repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. God wants to give it to you because this is the only way that you're going to be able to overpower your flesh, overpower the devil, overpower the world. And the Bible say in 1 John 4 and 4, you are God little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We that is empowered by the Holy Ghost have the greater. So I don't care what situation come upon us, people that come against us, we have the greater. And we can operate in that by the power, the greater is the power of the Holy Ghost. I don't care how much education you have. I don't care if you grew up in holiness. I don't care if your parents is saved. I don't care if your parents are pastor and wife. I don't care if they're deacon, whatever, in the church, missionary. It don't matter what they are. What are you doing with your life? Because, see, this is an individual way. This is the individual way, and you have to give your heart to God. You have to give your heart to God. And in these last evil days, the devil is not going to recognize I come to you in the name of Pastor So-and-So. 
I come to you in the name of my mother. I come to you in the name of my father. No, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Get out my mind. Get out my home. Get out of my community. Get out of my school. Get out of my family. You can come and show up in authority and walk in the power of the Holy Ghost. But again, the power of the Holy Ghost. Your name, my name, your pastor's name have no power. Because even my pastor, he's walking in the power of the Holy Ghost. I am him. He called on the name of Jesus Christ. He is filled with the Holy Ghost. That's why demons is trembling. That's why he had the power to heal under the power of the Holy Ghost. And God did not just get his power to leadership, pastors and ministers and missionaries and things. No, he said that you shall receive power if the Holy Ghost come upon you. The saints have power. You a child of God, you have power. So we can't rely on our parents' power, somebody else's power. We need the power of the Holy Ghost. Because you wonder why people in the same church building, you have some on fire for God, you got some being depressed. Why? Because they're not getting their tank filled with the spirit. Their, their spiritual tank, their insides filled with spirit. They're not taking in the word of God. And so that's why you have some people that is woo soaring in the spirit. And then you have some people that are lukewarm. You have some people that's just not taking it in. The word is not falling. They're not, they're not building up this spiritual man, keeping themselves filled with the spirit. See, we cannot rely on just book knowledge. Like I know the word. A lot of people out here know the word of God. They probably can quote it better than me. But how many out here that you know that is totally sold out? How many out here that you know that are living the word of God? Satan do not care about how much you, word you know if you're not applying it to your life. If you're not taking it to heart. You're not hiding the word in your heart that you might not sin against him. God, that you might not sin against God. So we got to be effective and see, that's why you can't just come to church. You got to take it in and get filled of this power. So when a saint try to talk to your mind, I rebuke you saying in the name of Jesus Christ. When he try to come against you, your family, anybody around you, you can't walk in your kingdom authority because you full of the Holy Ghost power. So I'm telling y'all, listen, it's time to get the Holy Ghost for yourself. It is time to get the Holy Ghost for yourself. Now, when we get that Holy Ghost power, the Bible says we're going to be his witnesses. So before I get to the part where we have what we have power to do, this is one main thing. Because in Acts 1 and 8, it says, after the Holy Ghost comes, you will have power. And it says, you shall be my witnesses. So this is a key thing. You shall be my witnesses. Like we are witnesses of the great power that God has filled us with. And the greatest, the greatest testimony is a transformed life. Like I'm a witness to his power because when he came in, 
in my life and fill me with the Holy Ghost, first of all, I began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave me utterance, which means I began to speak in another language as God. God gave me that language, that heavenly language, and that's what I began to do. I began to speak in tongues. That was the initial evidence that I received the Holy Ghost, that I was born again of the Spirit. Glory to God. I'm a witness of that. That that scripture came alive in my life. Glory to God. And then as I begin to seek God and grow in the Lord, glory to God, then my life was transformed. My life was transformed. Glory to God. So I began to love the things of God. I began to love the things of God. I wanted to please God with my life. I was no longer mean. I was no longer hateful. It was no longer about me, 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 but it was about pleasing God and bringing glory to God. And so my whole attitude changed. My whole lifestyle changed. My whole way of thinking changed under the power of the Holy Ghost. And I wasn't the only one that could see it. My parents noticed the difference. My cousins noticed the difference. My family, other family, other people that I came in contact with noticed that there was a dramatic change in my life because again the holy ghost power is dynamite power it's gonna totally change your life so i'm a witness to this glory to god and so that's why i am so enthused about saying thank god for being saved sanctified for the holy ghost and living the life because if a person said they had the holy ghost and you see no evidence no fruit then they don't have the holy ghost they don't have the holy ghost and i'm gonna get on that later on but I'm a witness to God's spirit filling me up, being full of his spirit. And so I can talk about the things of God because God has given me the authority to talk or talk on his word, to speak of his word and a dramatic change he has done in my life. But most of all, I like to live it. I like to live the life. A lot of times I don't even get a chance to speak and I don't want I don't want, if I come in contact with certain people, I'd rather them to see that light in me before I even open up and say that I'm saved. I want them to see that before I say it. Glory to God. They should see the change. They should see the difference. And yes, part of it is how I dress. Because glory to God, glory to God. When I'm operating the spirit of God filled with the Holy Ghost, I want to represent my Savior to the fullest. So... You're not going to see me with my breasts out, my butt out, my thighs out, my stomach out. You're not going to see me like that because, see, I, I am now the ambassador of Jesus Christ. And so I represent him. I belong to the kingdom of God. I'm a, an ambassador for the kingdom of God. And so, yes, I'm going to look the part. And most of all, I'm going to be the part which is a totally transformed life. Glory to God. And so the Bible also tells us to be holy. Be holy. And that is in all manner of conversation. All my conduct, the way I talk, I, don't, I, I can't be cussing. I can't be telling nobody off. No. Calling people names. No. So it's like all manner of conduct. That's not just the way I talk. In the Bible, it's your conduct. The way I conduct myself have to be holy, have to be with kindness, have to be with love. And this is automatic because I have God. I have his spirit and God is love. I cannot operate out of love. 
I mean, without love. Because if I'm operating without love, that means that's a key. Ding, ding. I don't have God's spirit. So it's an automatic thing for kingdom citizens, kingdom of God citizens, to operate out of love. That is what we live by. Because our king is a God of love. Glory to God. And so anyway, that's the main thing of us being witnesses. That's why we got this power. So others may see that, hey, the Holy Ghost is real. The Holy Ghost is real. And because it's real because it changed my life. Like, I'm not thinking, I wasn't thinking about what nobody else said. Like, I heard what my parents said, but I seen them live a holy life. And that's how I got a hope that, hey, while I was growing up, this is real. Not only was they speaking in tongues and shouting in church, but they lived a holy life. I seen them, my parents, love each other unconditionally, be there for each other through sickness, through everything, ups and downs. I seen them stay together and love each other and treat each other and honor each other and respect and submit all of these things, all of these things that the Bible said that you should do. I seen them doing it and living it. So that's further convinced me when I was younger that this thing was real. But when I received all of those in my life, it came alive in my life. And I began to take on the Holy Scriptures. I sure enough became a hardcore believer in Christ. And so I, I encourage y'all today, receive ye the Holy Ghost. Because it will transform your life from the inside out. You'll be a whole, total different person. This is that dynamite power. You will be a totally different person. I don't care what you've done, who you've done it with, who you've done it to, how long you did it. God will change your life. I don't care if you're a drug user, a drug dealer, a prostitute. God will change your life. A religious person with no power, God want to come into your life and fill you with the Holy Ghost. A liar, God wants to come into your life and fill you with the Holy Ghost. A cheater, a stealer, a thief, whatever. God wants to come into your life and fill you with the Holy Ghost. Homosexual, God wants to come into your life and fill you with this great power. But you got to want it. You got to see that your ways is dirty, nasty, and they unlike God. And you got to want to walk away from falsehood. You got to want to walk away from that false religion. You have to want to walk away from your wicked ways. I don't care even if you say you're a good person. You're no good without the Holy Ghost working in your life. You need the Holy Ghost. There's none good but one, and that's Christ. So we all need the Holy Ghost in our lives so we can be effective witnesses. Because I know y'all see a lot of people out here operating without the Holy Ghost. A lot of good works. A lot of good works. But again, the Bible says, you're going to say, Lord, Lord, I did all this. And he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you because you didn't have a saving relationship with God. It don't matter how much you do in a church building. If you never had a saving relationship with God, to hell you going. We need God's work, God's power working in us so we can do his will. That's what we need. The power of the Holy Ghost. And it's not an iffy situation. It's not like, oh, no, I can just be saved and no Holy Ghost. I can just do good things to God and no Holy Ghost. This ain't no iffy thing. The Bible says you must be born again of the water and of the spirit. You're not getting in the kingdom. It says you will not enter. You have not get in if you haven't been born of the water and of the spirit. This is not just, just something that some people should get. 
and others not. No, if you don't receive the Holy Ghost, you're going to hell. You ain't going into heaven. You're not pleasing to God on earth. You're not part of his kingdom. You are none of his if you don't have the Holy Ghost. Check out the scripture. It's in Romans. The Bible says, if you don't have his spirit, you are none of his. And this should persuade you to get his spirit. Who wants who want to be on God's bad side? <laughs> not me. Not me. If you operate in the flesh, the Bible says you you enmity against God. You are in war against God because your flesh and your stinking thinking don't line up with scripture. It's time to receive ye the Holy Ghost. That's the only way that you're going to walk in truth. The Holy Ghost is the spirit of truth. It's also our comforter. You, I need the power of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Glory to God from Zion. First Peter 1 15 through 16 is about being holy. Glory to God. Uh, and if I didn't mention Acts 1 and 8, it's about receiving the power of the Holy Ghost. Acts 2 and 38 tell you the plan of salvation. Glory to God. And so we need the Holy Ghost. It's not an option if you want to meet Jesus in peace. It's not an option if you want to please him on earth. You, me, need the Holy Ghost. You want to belong to this greatest kingdom on earth? The kingdom of God, you must receive the Holy Ghost. You want to be his child, you must receive the Holy Ghost. It's available for you on today. It's available for you on today. But to the saints, again, I'm going to say we got to walk in power. We got to walk in power. Let, let me tell you what the signs of a believer, uh, a sign of a believer that's walking in power on today. Mark 16, 17 through 18. Mark 16, 17 through 18. And these signs shall follow them that believe in my name. In my name. What's his name? Jesus Christ. In my name shall they cast out devils. Look at this power. And I was talking to my son the other day. I said, don't you find, like, I was like, it's just, don't, it, I said, strange or something. That, have you seen any demons being cast out in people in the church building? He was like, mom, what you talking about? Like, he can't even remember. And my son is 17. He cannot even remember a demon being cast out. And all these vivid demons that's walking around being you, oh, they being used by the devil. But they ain't being cast out. You know why? Because the church, the church have become so carnal, so fleshly, that they can't even recognize a devil using a person. Because see, a person can be up shouting and dancing. Shouting and dancing and bugging and wilding. But they got a nasty spirit. That demon is inside of them resting. Why are demons comfortable in our church buildings? We sh we should we as the body of Christ should not be content with demons being able to rest in people in our church building. Not the church because the church don't have a demon. But we as the body of Christ should not be comfortable with demons being able to relax in the church building. Absolutely not. Some demons is operating in church positions. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a sin and a shame. And I, I I'm like. <laughs> It's so carnal because it's like, ain't no way that that somebody that's a man of God cannot recognize a demon in a person and is unable to cast it out. That's because they're in their flesh and they're not seeking the will of God. And so I'm telling y'all, I'm going to just give y'all, I'm, I'm going to give y'all an example. I said this probably in one of my other videos. 
when I was in sin, when I left the church like over a decade ago, over a decade, over 10, over 11, over 12, 13 years, 14, 15 years, when I when I left, well, when I was out in the world, like when I had backslid and I would just come to the church building, no faking, no shaking, just coming and sitting there. Be right back. It's so carnal because it's like, ain't no way that that somebody that's a man of God cannot recognize a demon in a person and is unable to cast it out. That's because they're in their flesh and they're not seeking the will of God. And so I'm telling y'all, I'm going to just give y'all, I'm going to give y'all an example. I said this part in one of my other videos. When I was in sin, when I left the church like over a decade ago, over a decade, over 10, over 11, over 12, 13 years, 14, 15 years, when I when I left, well, when I was out in the world, like when I had backslid, and I would just come to the church building, no faking, no shaking, just coming and sitting there. I was so uncomfortable, not saying that I was possessed by a demon, but a demon was influencing me, the demon and my flesh together. But anyway, was influencing me and I could not be comfortable. That's why I thank God. That's why I know that I my pastor is a real holy man of God and he is preaching under the power of the Holy Ghost. I could not be comfortable when I went home. That word would just speak in my spirit again. But. It's just ridiculous how people can come to church and be full of the devil and these demons is not being cast out. Church, we got to go back to praying and fasting. See, this kind, the Bible say, come by prayer and fasting. And I thank God for how our church, not the building, because everybody in the building is not saved. The church is a church of prayer and fasting. We pray and we fast. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And Demons cannot fit com demons cannot sit comfortable in our church building. And if you don't want to be right, you won't sit comfortable. But some people, they have got immune though to the word and it just bounced off. And that's a terrible place to be as well, that you can keep coming to church building and not want to be saved. You can get turned over to a reprobate mind. That's a dangerous place to be. But anyway, uh, I thank God because this kind of church is going to come by praying and fasting. I'm telling y'all this bucking and shouting mess is not going to get them demons to moving. Y'all, I, I encourage the church on today to pray and to fast because that is how those demons going to get the moving out of our children's lives, out of, uh, out of, um, this community. Y'all, we got to pray and fast because that's what's happening. The demons, the demons have took over long enough. And God has given us this power by his Holy Ghost, his spirit in us to cast these demons out in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't back down. Be led of the spirit. You, I had a power to cast out devils. Glory to God. They will speak with new tongues. I mentioned that. They will speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they... Drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. Like somebody deliberately trying to spike your fruit punch <laughs> or soda. Because we shouldn't be drinking. We shouldn't be getting drunk, drinking uh, wine, getting drunk. We shouldn't be doing that. Now, but if somebody tried to spike our drink, like get, like kill us, they can't. Because we operate under the power of the Holy Ghost. That don't mean you don't be careful because I don't trust everybody. I don't trust a lot of people. So I ain't about to drink. You fix me a cup of drink and I don't know you. 
I'm probably not going to drink it. I'm like, no, thank you. Mm -mm. You got to be careful. So it's like, but if you don't know and somebody points you drink and they looking for you to die, ha ha, devil, last laugh on you because God always wins. So anyway, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands, glory to God, on the sick and they shall recover. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Look at that power, y'all, we got. That's why I be laying hands on myself. I be laying hands on myself. I be like, I'm a believer. I got the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus Christ. Sickness, you got to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And sometimes, even though you might not even feel it yet, but I am healed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You got to speak it. You got to believe it. And you got to operate under the power of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. That's Matthew 16, 17 through 18. So again, we're going to cast out devil, speak, cast out devils, speak with new tongues, take up serpents, drink any deadly thing. It will not hurt us. Lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And that can be a physical sickness, a mental sickness, whatever. God has given us this power. Glory to God. The church. The church, the one that's been born again of the water and the spirit and walking in holiness had this power. Next, Luke 10, 19. We got power over all the power of the enemy. And I'm not talking about people. I'm talking about that evil spirit. I'm talking about the devil. Okay. Behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and over all the power of the enemy. Glory to God. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Y'all, we got to operate in the power of God. We got power over all the power of any. I don't care how he or she look or disguise himself. We have power over all the power of the enemy. Lay down your weapons. God got us in the name of Jesus Christ. Church, it's time for us to go back to operating in Holy Ghost power. If you left it, it's time for us to operate in the Holy Ghost power. Glory to God. That's Luke 10 and 19. And the Bible say like, don't rejoice like just because you can, that you got power over all the power in me. I'm rejoicing because my name is written in heaven. That's what it say. Because your name is written in heaven. That is why you rejoice because I have this power because my name is written in heaven. Because some people do have power. You see these people healing people, raising from the dead. They may have that power, but their name is not written in heaven. Because it's not in them. It's on them. It's not in them. But when the Holy Ghost is inside you, you have a relationship with God. You're walking in his will. So your name is written in heaven. Glory to God. That's why I'm rejoicing because I know God got me here on earth. And my name is written in heaven. If I was to go by a violent means, God have my name written. My name, hallelujah, is written in heaven. Stephen, he was stoned to death for the cause of Christ, but his name, glory to God, was written in heaven. 
So, y'all, we got to go back and see what happened. How did they react to this violence that was even in during their day? Now, with a weapon, check it out for yourself. The Axe Church. All right. Same God back then, same God today. Okay. Now, he want us to have power. Power to speak his words with boldness because... Y'all, I'm telling you, just like in Jesus' day, them people that claimed to be religious was against Jesus. It was the Sanhedrin court. It was the Pharisees and the Sadducees, not the sinners. And you're going to have to have this power in you to stand for what's right according to the Holy Scriptures. I don't care if it costs family. I don't care if it costs friends. I don't care if it comes across whoever, you going to have to have that power to speak with boldness. Glory to God. Because a lot of people, the, the only few going to be saved. Hell has enlarged herself, but only few going to be saved. So you're going to need that boldness to stand up in whatever situation you are in and be able to proclaim the words of God because it's all about souls being saved. It's all about souls being saved. And if we take a back seat, if we take the church, take a back seat, then the world and the devil is going to run the world. And yes, I know the devil is God of this world, but God still is calling us to stand for holiness and righteousness so others can be saved. He's calling us to lift him up in our life so others may be drawn to him. So as I always say, a witness is not silent. A witness is going to tell you something about what they've seen or heard or experienced. So where is the voice? And social media is a large outlet to get to proclaim God's word, to help sinners come to Christ. But yet, what well, I see with a lot of people that claim that are part of the church, foolishness, they'll share foolishness. They'll talk about foolishness, things of the world. But when it comes to proclaiming the truth and they're not in a popular scheme of things, they're silent. But I thank God for raising me up to proclaim and speak his word. And I encourage the rest of the saints to stand bold on it. I know everybody don't have the same calling, but we ought to push each other, push each other. Go forth in the name of Jesus Christ. Be encouraged in the name of Jesus Christ. And we're supposed to do that even more as we see this day of the Lord approaching. Because it's not easy to stand when a lot of people, church folk, religious folk, is against you. It's not easy. But to those ones that are doing it, I encourage you in the name of Jesus Christ. When I see you on here, I try to get and encourage you in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm giving an event or giving or see what you're doing in the spirit. And you keep keeping on. You keep doing what God has called you to do. And that's how we need to do in a whole entire body of Christ. Because we're going to see in this Acts scripture, that's what they did. What happened in Acts 3 is Peter and John, by the power of the Holy Ghost, healed the man. <laughs> and this got the religious people upset. Wow. So we're going to see what's going to happen in Acts 4. 
X4, X4. First of all, they recognized they had been with Jesus. And like I was saying before, this is what you want people to notice about you. This is what you want people to know about you. They came against them and, you know, they began to talk about what happened or whatever, but they, they recognized that they was unlearned. The Bible say, first of all, now when the men of the Sanhedrin Jewish high court saw the confidence and boldness of Peter and John and grasped the fact that they were uneducated and untrained ordinary men, they were astounded and began to recognize that they had been with Jesus. Acts 4 and 13. So they, they, you know, probably like, oh, they didn't, you know, not educated like we are. But one thing we do know, they had been with Jesus. So like I was saying, Lord, in the name. Come on, you can do it. Y'all forgive me. All right. So, like I was saying, y'all, this my phone don't want to act right today. <laughs> anyway, they recognized that they had been with Jesus. And that's what we should live a life that people will recognize that we have been with Jesus. Now, yes, we ought to know the Holy Scriptures because that is our weapon against Satan. That is the sword of the spirit. But if you just know the word, and you just grew up around the church, grew up around holiness, but you have no power yourself. That's worthless. The people need to recognize that you have been with Jesus because that's going to draw them to salvation. People are going through some terrible things. They have been in hypocrisy for years. So when we open up our mouth to speak, our life needs to proceed what we're saying out of our mouth. And you know what? I really just thank God that I never wanted to be a hypocrite. It was like, whatever I said I was, whatever I said I am, I am. Like, I never wanted to be that type of person that was like, you know, no, bucking and shouting, but sleeping with somebody outside of church. That wasn't me. No, that wasn't me. The spirit of God had to come on me heavily if I was going to start shouting or something. But it wasn't going to just be like, ah, look at me. No. Or even holding the church position. And so it, it's people is not going to recognize that you've been with Jesus by how many times you go to the church building. People is not going to recognize how many times how, how you have been with Jesus by if your parents are in the church or your family. That's, that's, that, that's not an indicator that you've been with Jesus. It's the power of the Holy Ghost that's operating in your life. And I can, I said, I'm like not bragging on myself, but ain't no way I have had people to cuss me out. And I did not cuss them back. God bless you. I'm praying for you. So it's like, we got to, we have to operate in the power of the Holy Ghost. And these men, men of God did some awesome things. Peter and John, they did some awesome things. And the Jewish high court, they had to come before the Jewish high court for healing a man. Are you kidding me? But I'm telling y'all, just get ready. If you haven't been experiencing it, 
It's going to be mostly the religious world that's not operating in the power of God that's going to come against you. It's going to be those that have a form of godliness that is going to be coming against you because they're not operating in the power of the Holy Ghost. They're just going through rituals. Um, rituals, yeah. But they're not operating through the power of the Holy Ghost. And they, this power is available for them too, but they don't want to do what it takes to operate in the power of God, in the power of the Holy Ghost. They want to have one hand in the world, one hand in the church. Shake your behind up in the club, come to church and, and, and dance in the church. Cut somebody out one day, speak in tongues the next day. What? Hypocrisy, form of godliness. So I'm just, I'm just trying to tell y'all, ain't no way. Then you got preachers, people that say they preachers and pastors, sleeping with the women in the church, sleeping with the men in the church. And this is how you're going to know that, you know what, this man, that's why I really thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost working through my father. Because you don't have, you don't hear, he, he don't have a reputation of sleeping with the women or the men. He don't have a reputation of getting high. He don't have, he has a good reputation in his home with us. Well, I'm not in his home no more, but when I was, he was a great father in the home. His, his, uh, character speaks volumes. And so we don't have to have a mega church because a lot of times, a lot, not all of them, but a lot of the mega church, they preaching a watered down gospel so they can collect more money. And I thank God for bringing on spiritual leadership that care for my soul. He watched for my soul. Glory to God. And I thank God for that. He lives what he preach and teach. I know that he had been with Jesus. He prays and he fasts. And it's evident in the lifestyle that he lived every day. Uh-uh. I just came. My mom was not always feeling a hundred. She was sick before. You didn't see him sneaking out. Sneaking out on her. Cheating. But he stood by her and took care of her. Even when we was younger. Took care of us. If she wasn't feeling well, was there as a man, as a father, as a provider, as a protector, as the priest of his home. You can tell that he had been with Jesus, not just by all the times he darkened the church door, but the life that he lived among his family. So, because what was done in the dark, it always will eventually come to the light. Y'all forgive me, it's his phone again. Y'all was done in the dark, will come to the light. It will. So anyway, thank you, Lord. We're going to go to something else. But the Bible says, and they called them, these people, these Jewish people, and they called him Jewish people. I'm not talking down on y'all. I'm talking about the Jews back in that day. And they called him and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. Woo, they was fired up. <sighs> Come on now, I need you to hold up just a little while longer. But I might have to hold my phone, y'all, as I can help. But Peter and John, okay, let me read this again. And they called them and commanded them not to speak at all, nor teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God? Like, for real, like, this is how I feel. Like, I'm not about to hearken unto man more than God. I'm going to do and I'm going to say what God is telling me to say, whether it's accepted or not. So. So it says, whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. 
for we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. Y'all, that's all I'm telling y'all on today. Glory to God, the things that I've seen and heard. For we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. And now, Lord, now, Lord, forgive me, y'all, on here that's watching on the video or whatever. I'm having trouble, y'all. Forgive me, I'm having trouble with the signals in my house. And now behold their threatenings, and now behold their threatenings, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness, this is what I need y'all to pray today, church. I need y'all to pray this, and I'm definitely praying it. And now, and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word by stretching forth thy hand to heal, hallelujah, and that signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Jesus. Y'all, God is going to use his church, whoever yield their lives to God, whoever have a pure heart and is full with the Holy Ghost, God is going to use us to heal and to do these signs and wonders. Glory to God, cast out demons, cast out devils. And so, we need to ask God to allow us to speak his word with boldness. You can't flinch. You can't be afraid of their faces. I remember when I came back to God, God was telling me, do not be afraid of their faces because some of them is going to be older than me. Some going to be younger than me. But I got to speak the word of God. And with boldness, I am confident. And the call that God has given me, I am confident in God's word and what he has given me to speak. And y'all, hallelujah, when God tell you to speak, you got to speak with boldness. I don't care who it offends. We're not saying it to offend, but we're saying it through the power of the Holy Ghost that God may deliver somebody. Glory to God from their sins. Hallelujah. It's all about souls being saved. It's all about representing God's kingdom in the earth. Glory to God. We're not of this world, saints. We're not of this world. Be the difference. Anyway, and when they had prayed like that this may happen, the place was shaken where they were assembled together, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Glory to God. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. See, if you pray for that, it will happen. See, I, you can tell the ones that's praying and the ones that's not because the ones that's not praying is conforming to the world. They're conforming to what is popular in the religious world, but they're not conforming to the word of God. They're not being transformed by the renewing of their mind. They're not speaking the word of God with boldness. Hallelujah. This is not just for a select group in the church. The whole church needs to be speaking the word of God with boldness. It how I speak may be different from how you speak, but how all of us is speaking need to be with boldness and confidence in who God is and who God is in your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We got to speak with confidence. We got to stand on the word of God because it's the word of God that's going to save us. It's the word of God that's going to heal us. Hallelujah. We're going to be healed by the power of the Holy Ghost. Others going to be healed by the power of the Holy Ghost. There's no way you can hide this great power. You either have it or you don't. Glory to God from Zion. So instead of the saints grouping up against each other and supporting the world, we need to be assembling together and praying that we will speak the word of God with boldness. And I'm praying for the whole body of Christ that we will speak the word of God with boldness, that miracle signs and wonders may be done through us. 
his church. Oh, y'all, it's going to be shown mighty and strong going out this year, into this year. I thank the Lord. Oh, glory to God. How one of the sisters in our church, like she had a stroke. And how it didn't take weeks. It didn't take months. It 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 was like the same day. When I passed the glory to God. When I passed the glory to God. Pray for her. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. That that prayer went through the phone. That prayer that prayer reached wherever she was at. And now you can't even tell she has children. This was an instant thing. This was a, this was a same day thing. Her, her 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 side is not deformed. She's not walking with a limp. Her mouth ain't twisted. Her eyes ain't messed up. God worked that same day. This is the power of the Holy Ghost. Y'all know what usually happens when somebody have a stroke. I thank God. I thank God for it. I thank God for the power of the Holy Ghost that's still working in some of the preachers. And I know he's working in our past. I'm not saying he's the only one. But I'm in his, I'm in the, I'm under his leadership. So I'm, I'm being a witness to, to what's happening in our church building. And I thank God for it. Glory to God. This is what happened when you operate in the power of the Holy Ghost. This is what happened when you pray and fast diligently, consistently. So anyway, and the multitude of them that believe were of one heart and one soul. And see, this is what I'm praying. One heart and one soul. We cannot be against each other. We got to be together in the word of God. If you don't understand something, ask. Don't go against the don't go against the truth of God. We got to come up to the truth of God. Glory to God. And so we got to be in one heart and one soul so God can use the church in a mighty way. And he's going to do it because I know that there is some of the, there is a body of Christ. We are over the world. We're not just in one location. We are over the world. And that is why God is going to use us. Even if it's only two, three, four, five of y'all in y'all church building, God going to use y'all to operate in his power. And he's going to be using us all over the world. So we got to be on one heart and one soul. And that is us doing the will of God, operating the power of the Holy Ghost, that others may be saved, that we may be saved ourselves. Glory to God. Okay. So it say, neither say any of them that all, with, what? that all of the things which he possessed was his own. But they had all things common. And with great power gave the apostles witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was upon them all. Acts 4, 18 through 20, 29 through 33. God, church, God wants us to operate in his power, and we ought to be in one heart and one soul. Glory to God and praying that God will allow us to heal, cast out devils. Glory to God and speak his word with boldness. Speak the word of God with boldness. If you ain't praying it, pray it. Because you're going to need boldness. We are few. We are powerful. We are few on earth that can be seen. But we are powerful through the power of the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And this power can't be bought. Because, you know, many people is charging, to, charging people so they can get healed or whatever. But... This power can't be bought because some, 
But you don't even hardly hear people saying, can I buy this power? Because the church as a whole is not operating in the power of the Holy Ghost. It's, it's not funny. It's sad. That's a sarcastic laugh. It's sad. We need to be operating the power of the Holy Ghost so much that others will desire to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You don't hardly hear people saying, I want the Holy Ghost. Because the church as a whole is not operating in the power. If we get back to operating the power of the Holy Ghost as a whole, because I know I'm operating in it, glory to God, not saying nothing, not trying to push myself up, but I love God and that's how I live my life, through the power of the Holy Ghost. It changed me. If I ain't have the power of the Holy Ghost, Lord have mercy, I would be a wretch undone. But I thank God. But anyway, when the church begins to operate the power of the Holy Ghost as a whole, others going to want this power. So much so that Simon in the Bible, he wanted to buy it. Okay, so let's say, now when the apostles which were at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word, they sent unto them Peter and John, who when they were come down, prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Ghost. For as yet he was falling upon none of them. So the Holy Ghost didn't come upon the people yet that they was where they was at. Only they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. So see, this is a sign that you being baptized in the name of Lord Jesus is not good enough. You need the Holy Ghost. That's why they sent Peter and John. Okay. Then they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Ghost. All they did was lay hands. See, it's up to your belief. You don't have to be tired, calling on Jesus for years and years and years. I'm saying, I want the Holy Ghost. No, you don't really want the Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost will come instantly in your life when you believe with all your heart and ask God, Lord, please fill me with the Holy Ghost. Begin to praise him. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for what you done. I thank you for dying for my sins. I thank you, Lord. Lord, fill me with your power. I want to live for you. I want to please for you, Lord. I am no good, but Lord, I know with your power, you will change me into the woman I need to be. You will change me into the man I need to be. Lord, fill me. God will fill you with his power. It's for you on today. Then they lay hands. That's why when you coming up and even before you get to a pastor, you can be pre you can be calling on, excuse me, calling on the name of the Lord at home, wherever you at. Asking God to fill you with the Holy Ghost. My mother received the Holy Ghost at her house. Glory to God. How you know you received it? You'll begin to speak in other tongues and the Spirit give utterance. Means you will begin to speak in another language that's unknown to you. It's a heavenly language. Glory to God. Glory to God. It's, it, it's, it's as the Spirit give you utterance. Glory to God. So anyway, when they lay hands on them, they receive the Holy Ghost. So when you, if you at a church and you coming up, you just say, Lord, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Lord, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Pastor lay hands or preacher lay hands, voila, the Holy Ghost will come. The Holy Ghost will come while he yet preaching the word. It's when you believe with all your heart that you is tired of living this old life, that you want God to come into your life. You don't be having to do, you don't have to put up a big show. You can just ask God, Lord, come into my life. Fill me with your spirit. So we're going to go on. Um, And when Simon saw that through laying up the hands, and when Simon saw that through laying on, of the apostles' hands, the Holy Ghost was given. He offered them money, saying, Give me also this power that to whomsoever I lay hands, he may receive the Holy Ghost. Like this can't be bought. But Peter said unto him, Thy money perish with thee.
because thou hast thought that the gift of God may be purchased with money. Thou hast neither part nor lot in this matter, but thy heart is not right in the sight of God. Repent therefore of this thy wickedness and pray God, and perhaps the thought of thine heart may be forgiven thee. For I perceive thou art in the gall of bitterness and in the bond of iniquity. Then answered Simon and said, Pray ye to the Lord for me that none of these things which ye have spoken come upon me. Acts 8, 14 through 24. So he tried. He tried to buy the Holy Ghost. Can't buy it. Can't be purchased. Can't be purchased. We got to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And God don't want it for God don't want to fill you so you can make mockery of the church, so you can make money off of the church. This is the power. This is so you can have a relationship. The best part about having the Holy Ghost in me is I have an intimate relationship with God. This is what it's for. He's my comforter. He's my peace. He's my joy. He's He's everything to me. He's the spirit of truth. He's my counselor. He's everything to me. This is why you need that power. And you need that power. Because when Jesus comes back to catch the church away, you're going to have to have that power to rise up in the first resurrection. Because see, that second resurrection had no power. Oh, you're going to rise if you're dead. When God comes back, you're going to rise up from the earth when God comes back. But if you're in that second resurrection, you're going to hell. The people in the first resurrection is going to heaven. And so that's what, that's why we need that Holy Ghost power. It's going to unite with God. And we're and we going to forever be with the Lord in peace. But anyway, this can't be bought. You got you got to desire this for yourself. <sighs> for all the reasons I just named, named above. Anyway, y'all, I just, I'm going to end this. But I want y'all to know before I end this, that the devil's spirit and God's spirit is very similar. And you're going to have to be real careful in the last even days. Because like I mentioned earlier, that. The devil is going to be doing, the devil have some power and he's going to be doing some signs and wonders. But let me tell you, this is how you're going to be able to distinguish a Holy Ghost empowered saint. First of all, they're going to have the fruit of the spirit. Because I'm telling you, a good tree ain't going to bring forth bad fruit. The Holy Ghost empowered saint is going to have the fruit of the spirit it's love joy peace long suffering gentleness goodness faith meekness temperance galatians 5 22 through 23 by their fruits you will know us you will know us by our fruit okay by their fruits you will know them okay now Secondly, it's going to be by the love that we show. Most importantly, I said that in the beginning, by the love that we show one towards the other. And Matthew 5, 44, it says, love your enemies. Because we already know and expect that people are going to come against us. But they're really not coming against us. They're coming against God. But that's why we ought to love our enemies because that enemy can change into a child of God by the love that you show your consistent, unconditional love. Just because somebody treats you rude don't mean you're supposed to treat them rude back. We supposed to be children of God. So if you see them people again that say, I'm a saint of God, but I will throw these hands. 
they are operating under the wrong spirit and perhaps they might not have the Holy Ghost at all. So the Bible say in Matthew 5, 44, to love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Bless them that curse you. Pray. I said again, pray for them that despitefully use you. Matthew 5, 44. They are doing things on purpose against you. And you know it. They're trying to stop your progress in God or even in the natural world. Pray. Pray for them that despitefully use you. Pray for them. Because people are like, now you need to pray for yourself. Yes, I'm praying for myself first that I will handle the situation correctly and the way God wants me to handle it. That's handling it correctly. I want to walk in the spirit. So, but then I'm going to pray for them that they may receive salvation, that they may, that they may, Lord Jesus, again, be saved, that they may see that I'm not against them, but I'm for them. That I want God to come into their life and change their life. So I'm praying for them that God may save them. And that they may, excuse me, experience the love of God for their self. So y'all, these are, these are clear signs that this person is not just operating with gifts or, or different callings. But this person is really Holy Ghost empowered. That this person is really a child of God. They're gonna have a fruit of the spirit. They're gonna love unconditionally. They're gonna they're going to um bless and don't curse. They're gonna pray for those that despitefully used it. Because the Bible, lastly, the Bible says that hey, we got to do the will of God. And the Bible said that many gonna to come to him and saying, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Have we not cast out devils in our name? Have we not done many wonderful works? And he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. So you got to watch these people that's prophesying. And y'all, because the thing is, you got people out here prophesying, but they are man and they sleeping with a man. You got men out here prophesying, women out here prophesying, and they look like a harlot. Because they breast out, they butt out, they thighs out, they stomach out. You got women out here prophesying, but really, they sleeping around people that's not their husband. So it don't matter if you're doing all of these things. When you get up to the judgment seat of God, you're going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. You work of iniquity. Your work was of iniquity. Bye-bye. Go to hell. So it's like, ain't no way. So I'm like, mm -mm, Lord, help me to do your will. I want to be found in your will. And your will for my life is found in the Holy Scriptures. I got to be holy as you are holy. I have to obey your word. And it's not like a forced thing. It's like, see, see, since I love God, I obey his word. He loves me, so I obey his word. So anyway, y'all, we got to do the will of God. It's not enough that we can cast out devils, speak in tongues and all of this. If we are not obeying the will of God for our lives, we got to obey the will of God for our lives. And I encourage y'all, church, obey, get empowered. This kind of only come by fasting and praying because, because with the power of the Holy Ghost Church, 
We are unstoppable. We shall not be defeated. The Bible said the gates of hell shall not prevail against us, but we must operate in the power of the Holy Ghost, not human opinion, not human philosophy, not go along to get along, not go along with the flow of this, this false religious world, but operate in the power of the Holy Ghost. Walk in the spirit. Glory to God. Saints, power up, power up, because that's the only way that we are going to be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. That's the only way we're going to be able to stand in this evil and adulterous and this sinful world that's calling wrong, right, and right, wrong. You got to ask God to speak the word with boldness. You got to get empowered by his spirit so you can walk in kingdom authority. So anyway, I know this was long, but y'all have a blessed, blessed day. Glory to God. And if you don't have this power, you need this power. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Receive ye the Holy Ghost on today. Check out John 3. Check out Acts 2.38. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. The initial evidence that you have received it is you will begin to speak with other tongues and the Spirit give you utterance. Glory to God. Glory to God. And don't desire it to do works. Desire because you want an intimate relationship with God. Desire because you want to be his. That's what, again, that's what I love. That I am his. That my name is written in heaven. Glory to God. Glory to God. Y'all need more information about salvation? Hey, tune in. Tune, um, message me. Message me. You need a church home? I belong to the City of Refuge Church under the leadership of Bishop Calvin C. Wally Sr. located in Batesville, Mississippi. But again, y'all have a great rest of y'all day. Sorry about all the cutouts, interruptions, whatever. My phone in here it has low signals. It might even sound muffled. But I got this out the best way that I could. Well, y'all have a great, great, great rest of y'all day. Peace out.